Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about two I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, wise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. Well, normally I don't. Mike is here, and I literally am just about to pipe, just about to hear real, real, hold on, uno momento, por favor, and... But let's do this. Let's first celebrate the fact that today is hump day. Folks, well, Craig Deleuze here. My apologies. Look, we're just having all sorts of fun and difficulties and challenges today. It appears that, uh, well, not only is it not hump day, it happens to be Friday. Uh, well, I guess depending on where you're working or how you're working, you know, it may be hump day for you. And then I appear to have a very, very weak signal. At least I did. My signal appears to be picking up a little bit. And then our good friend Mike, well, he is remote as well. So we're just... We got the trifecta going on here today on a Friday, Mike. Yeah, Craig, it's a great to be here. I'd love to show you what I'm doing, but if I pick it up and show you what I'm doing, they'll shut us down. So it's, it's one, of, <laughs> one of those type of items. Okay, so it's not like don't Facebook don't ask, friendly. don't tell? Yeah, not a Facebook-friendly item, so I can't, I can't show you what it is. Pew, 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 pew. Ah, it is pew, pew. It is, it is pew, pew restricted. Got it. Yes, no cool. worries, no worries. Well, I am glad to have you here with us, Mike. Uh, even though I, even though I am completely fumbling the ball here, the, here on a, on our on our Friday, uh, and it has nothing to do, absolutely nothing to do with the uh, amount of spirit or libations that may or may not be in my cup. I figured you were just fumbling because you're a Dallas Cowboy fan. No, we throw Cowboys throw interceptions. They don't fumble. Oh, interceptions. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do interceptions. We don't do fumbles. <laughs> gotcha. Understood. Understood. Anyway, sir, <laughs> we're having a good day thus far, at least here in the Deleuze household here. And here in California, although we're we're getting ready, we're supposed to have another, our, our first kind of big, I don't know what called big rain for, of the year, but we're, you know, we're, we're starting to head into the wet season. So uh, everyone is kind of, you know, battening down the hatches. You know, you know how it is. Every time there's a change in the weather, the media acts like it's a major news story. Right, right. But in California, it is because now that it's going to rain, you're going to get mudslides, earthquakes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's how we do it: mudslides and earthquakes whenever it rains. Floods. Don't forget the floods. Yeah, I got to have those. Yeah. Tsunami. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All this. All right, Mike. So we're getting your audios coming kind of in and out. You sound like you're a little bit underwater. So I'm going to go ahead and do the shout out to our sponsors real quick. 
you know, so that uh, people can actually, you know, understand who our sponsors are. Yeah. I figure that might be a, a, a good idea. All right, so here we've got, first of all, we've got Hitman Industries. If uh, you're looking for rifle or pistol caliber barrels, they're, they're the place to go. Just go to hitmanindustries.net. They'll have exactly what you're looking for, whether you're looking to do a rebuild, whether you're looking to rebuild your current AR rifle. Trust me, they got what you're looking for. By the way, if you are a first responder and haven't ordered from them before, you can get a 20% discount, so check them out once again at hitmanindustries.net. Then we've got the California Republican Assembly working to elect conservatives. I'm to, we're talking grassroots movement conservatives at all levels of, of government, from school board all the way up to president of the United States. Phenomenal group of folks. Ronald Reagan once referred to them as the conscience of the Republican Party. So check them out at CRAGOP.net. Once again, that's CRAGOP.net. Dot org, not net, dot org. If you want to be a part of California's futures today, California's future today, join CRA. And then we've got Hog Holsters. You can find them at hogholsters.com. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com, helping Americans wear guns. Uh, whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for a tactical holster, if you're looking for a concealed carry holster, maybe a combination of the two, trust me, they have what you're looking for. If you go to hogholsters.com and you use the discount code, the rundown, it's right up there, all caps, no spaces, just like it is up there, you can get a discount. Uh, and that's, a, that's your way of telling them that it was the guys over at the rundown that sent you, in case you didn't know. Check them out today. And then if you're looking for outdoor gear, tactical gear, if you're looking for wet weather gear, if you're looking for warm weather gear, indoor, outdoor, if you're looking for tactical gear, pretty much anything but the gun, uscombatgear.com is the place to go. Veteran-owned and operated, fast shipping, great selection, great prices. Once again, check them out, uscombatgear.com. All righty, Mikey. How are we doing over there now? All right. You tell me, I think I'm losing you, Craig. I, I hate, to, hate to make the folks watch a jittery feed. You know, I think I might just sign off and watch the show myself. I think that may, I think that may be advisable. It doesn't sound like you got a very good connection there. And uh, I, I, I think I can manage, although, although I have to admit, it will not be as entertaining without you. Uh, but uh, I, I think we'll manage. All right, sir. All right. Holler at you later. If you got anything to say, man. Put it in the chat. And by the way, that's also a message out there for all of you out there. If you are watching, look, we're a ton of different places. And we've got a way in which for most of those places where I can follow and I can see what uh, what you guys are messaging to us. So if you're watching us on Rumble, on our Rumble chat. By the way, if you're not watching us on Rumble, uh, please take the moment, subscribe to our Rumble channel. That is the one place we know that they will not censor us, that we can... Do what we got to do. Say what we got to say. We can share the truth. And we know that it will not be censored. So check out our, our, our Rumble channel, uh, 2A News, Conservative. Uh, it's the rundown, 2A Views, Conservative News. I just cut Mikey off right there. I was listening to whatever he had going on. Anyway, but check it out there. Uh, you can also watch us. Not so much. You can't watch us live on Spotify. But you can watch and listen on Spotify. Apple iTunes, if you just want to listen to your to to uh, to our podcast, uh, Apple iTunes and Spotify are our number one and number two places where people are watching us and, and listening to the program. Uh, Rumble is quickly becoming number three, but you can also find us on YouTube and on multiple different Facebook channels, uh, including the California Republican Assembly, including Two A News, as well as well Craig Deleuze. Anyway. 
So let's go ahead and let's get into today's stories. This first story is about a California man who basically uh, used his firearm to defend himself. And as a result, it looks like he may lose his 2A rights. Let me share the the story with you first uh, and to give you an opportunity to kind of see. This is exactly what, uh, what, what the exact story is. So check it out. Attempted home invasion caught on camera, but the unsuspecting homeowner winds up pulling a gun on his attackers. I'm Joy Rand. I'm Michelle Fisher. That homeowner speaking out about the frightening ordeal to Eyewitness News reporter Sophie Flay. She is live in Koreatown with that story for us tonight. Sophie. Michelle, we spoke to the man who defended himself and his family after two intruders tried to enter his home. He wanted to remain anonymous because this is still an ongoing investigation. Terrifying surveillance video shows a masked intruder with a gun run up to this mid-city man about to walk in his front door. The homeowner pulls out his gun to defend himself, firing shots at the two intruders, quickly entering a shootout. I guess they decided to try to come at me and come in the house, but I have a five-month-old baby and a wife, nanny in, in the house, and uh, that wasn't going to happen. There was nothing in my house that was worth dying for, but I was willing to die for my family. The shootout happened Saturday night around 7.30. The homeowner walks to the front door, grabbing for his keys. Two intruders jump the front gate. One intruder runs up to the front door. The mid-city man throws his tee, pulls out his gun, and starts shooting. And I don't know why I felt someone run up behind me, put something to my back, and then put a pistol to my back, and somebody else running up. When shots are fired, the intruders disperse. One fires back, scrambling to hop over the side fence. The other hops over the front gate and runs away. After the attack, the family filed a report with the LAPD Olympic Division. It's a matter of time before these people are going to get caught. I think they should just pick a new career before they do end up in jail. All right, so now my, my first, there's a few things that, are, that I think that are going on here. So um, first of all, uh, here's an individual that clearly uh, was, Whatever training he has taken, he clearly was prepared to, in fact, be able to defend himself. Uh, you saw as the attacker came up behind him, uh, you know, his situational awareness was such that he knew. And I think anybody who teaches, uh, who teaches these, who teaches like self-defense classes or, or, or handgun class will teach it. Any delta, boom. He had tea in his hand, boom, right in his face. Dude backed immediately left. Next thing he did, went for his firearm. Uh, one of the things I learned, I've learned, you know, in, in courses that I've taken is the idea is to create distance, uh, and create an ability for you to be able to get to the most deadly, uh, or the most, uh, uh, aggressive use of force that you can utilize in order to end a threat. And that's what this guy did, right? He, uh, guy came up to rob him, boom, T in the face, went for his gun, guys took off running. Now, the odd part about this is, is that now you have, uh, and by the way, in California, the the concealed carry permit isn't, licensing isn't done through the state. It's done through the county. So in this case, what we're talking about is not, I mean, as, as, much, as bad as Gavin Newsom and Rob Bonta are, Gavin Newsom being the governor of California, Rob Bonta being the, uh, Rob Bonta being the attorney general, uh, the decision to now remove or at least temporarily remove his his uh, permit, well, that's a decision that's actually made by uh, that's actually made by the sheriff there in Los Angeles. So the sheriff and or the district attorney. I don't know if the district attorney has the ability to to revoke his license, but uh, he's now part of a campaign. This individual now is part of a campaign with the NRA 
uh, and kind of talking about his situation. I'll let you hear what he has, what he personally has to say about the situation. LA criminals came to my home, pointing their guns in my chest. After successfully defending my home and my family, and my five-month-old child, California has now decided to suspend my Second Amendment. It was a quiet evening, and as I was coming home from the gym, the two armed men, masked, hopped over the wall, ran down on me with guns, and the most terrifying part was, my wife and my five-month-old baby were on the other side of that door. In an effort to protect my family, I drew my gun and returned gunfire. As a result of that night, the California government has temporarily suspended my ability to concealed carry. This is an attempt to make me vulnerable at a time that is critical that I maintain my ability to protect my family. They'd rather leave me out there to dry and let my family become a statistic. My situation is unique because it happened at my front door, all on camera. But this happens time and time again all over the country. It doesn't get caught on camera, and people sweep it under the rug because it doesn't behoove their political agenda. The fact is, evil will always exist, but we need our ability to defend ourselves and keep our families safe from violent people. Just a few months ago, robbers broke into my home looking for easy money. Luckily, none of us were home, but then they came back. I used to walk in this house, into my beautiful house that I built for my family, and now I walk into a war zone. Criminal is someone who doesn't follow the laws. They don't care about gun laws. They don't care about safety classes. They don't care about being qualified to be able to shoot. The California government thinks my story is a myth. They don't think people like me actually exist. Right here in LA, an innocent LA father was killed because District Attorney Gascon released a violent criminal back into the streets. And this is just one of the dozens of cases right here in this city. When an incident happened, there's only two things I could rely on myself and the Second Amendment. And now that's in jeopardy. The leftist gun grabbers do not care about your safety. The NRA does. My name is Vince Ritchie. I'm an Italian American from the Bronx, New York. And I'm a proud member of the National Rifle Association. Okay, now normally I'm, I'm not one to run quote-unquote commercials for the NRA, but I wanted you to hear uh, what was going on uh, in his perspective from his own words because he's not lying. I mean, in this particular case, in places like California where we have been the leaders here in California of decriminalizing crime, of allowing criminals out on the streets and letting them know that there will be uh, little to no consequences for their actions. That's just been how California has been. And by the way, the leader of that movement here in California is now our current vice president uh, and basically next in line to be president of the United States. And we all know the quality of the gentleman we have serving in the White House. So that having been said, it's important for us to understand that uh, once it, it's important for us to know that this is the reason why you have a right to keep and bear arms, the ability to be able to defend yourself. Because here's the deal, folks. I don't care how many cops there are. I don't care how well trained they are. Those cops were not there at that door. They were not in a position to be able to protect that man and his family. Because mind you, that guy came up behind him with a gun. If he had gotten in that gate, he would have been, his wife and his child would have been at risk because they would have been up in that house. Absolutely no doubt. No no question, no concern. That we, in fact, know that, in fact, would have been the case. So and I don't understand. The only thing I can guess, this is all I can guess is, is that uh, this guy, the only reason why they revoked his license was because they, uh, well, they were, you know, they're investigating because they don't know whether he was at fault or not. I think looking at that video evidence, it's real clear that he wasn't at fault. But here's the thing. These guys are still out there. They are still out there, meaning that he is still at risk. And you're going to tell this guy now, he's now in a position, now that he's already defended himself, 
right? We don't know if this was if this was a home invasion robbery. We for all we know, this could have been they could have been they could have shown up there to kill him, for all we know. But now when he is at risk the most, government, the Los Angeles County Sheriff is going to tell him that he no longer has a fundamental right to be able to defend himself. He no longer has the ability to own or possess a fire or to possess a firearm outside of the home. Now, the problem with that is this. Now, keep in mind, he was at his home. So first of all, this whole incident occurred when he was at home, but he was returning home, meaning if he had just, you know, if he didn't have the ability to carry a firearm or have a firearm on him, he wouldn't have had his gun, which means that he would have been a victim right there at his front gate. And that's what they want to do now. The man had This man had the ability to defend himself, and they want to remove that ability to defend himself. I'm not saying they're doing it for mean or nasty reasons. I'm saying that they're being stupid. I'm saying that they are not thinking, that they are using politics to determine whether or not this individual should be able to exercise his fundamental right. And I just think that is probably one of the worst things that they could possibly be doing or thinking. I, I, I cannot imagine what it is that they could possibly be thinking at this point. I have no idea. I am completely and utterly lost in terms of what they might be thinking. Anyway, that's just my two cents on that subject. But <coughs> keep in mind, there will definitely be more uh, to be talked about, more to be heard uh, from this particular, from this on this particular subject. Um, moving on to our next story, and this is once again another California story. And you know, here's the thing, folks. I'll just tell you, we yeah, we do a disproportionate number of California stories, but here's the reason why. Because California is where all the fruits, nuts, and berries. I mean, that's where all the fruits and nuts are. I hate to say it, but that's where all the crazy ideas, the, the, the ideas that you don't want in the rest of America oftentimes tend to start right here in California. So, and by the way, it's gotten so bad that they've, all of the normal idiocy, it's already out there. It's not even news. So when California reaches a, reaches a particular level of stupidity, it becomes news. That's why we tend to have so many California stories. Like this next one, Newsom, basically saying he can be the, he's the only one that is allowed to promote, uh, that's pro allowed to promote disinformation. Now, let us clarify. There's misinformation and disinformation. And government, Democrats in particular, have been pushing with this idea about pushing back against disinformation or misinformation. In fact, there's been a lot of policy at the federal level in various different states, including California, saying we want to come against misinformation, people getting bad information or disinformation. Disinformation is not just bad information, but it's intentionally bad, meaning they intentionally are lying to you or providing you with wrong information, right? Now, things like, uh, things they want to protect you from are things like, oh, well, you know, um, COVID, the, COVID started, uh, COVID was the result of, uh, came out of a, a lab out of Wuhan, China. That's part of the disinformation. Oh, wait, no, that. That's actually true. Okay, all right, or at least can be true. It's not disinformation. In fact, uh, pretty much everybody who studied it says that's the likely place. But anyway, I digress, I digress. You know, things like, you know, masks don't work. Oh, wait, that's right. The the head of, the head of uh, uh, Biden's task force said that masks are nothing more than 
facial dressing. Okay. All right. Never, never mind. Never mind. Um, the Hunter Biden laptop that clearly was dis. No, no. We we know that that laptop exists and the stuff on it is in fact true. Anyway, disinformation or misinformation is pretty much anything the Democrats don't like. To be quite honest with you. In the meantime, they themselves are engaging in disinformation. And here's a piece from the Washington Beacon. Newsom is mandating education in dif- education in disinformation while spreading it online. California Governor Gavin Newsom, who just last month signed a law requiring media literacy courses for public schools to counter online misinformation, on Thursday took to X, formerly Twitter, to advance a false narrative accusing a small Tennessee city of imposing a ban on being gay in public. Quote, a city in Tennessee has banned being gay in public. This is just the beginning. Newsom wrote on Thursday on X, linking to a New Republic story that claims the city council of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, passes ordinance essentially prohibiting homosexuality in public to try and ban library books. Murfreesboro's ordinance sets decency standards for the city's public spaces, barring indecent exposure, lewd behavior, nudity, and sexual conduct, as well as indecent materials and events. While the city is using the law to uh, to call explicit kids' books from public libra- from the public library, the ordinance does not mention homosexuality, but cross-references a statute about sexual conduct that did that did up until October. Now, here here's the thing. I mean, uh, there we go. Okay, so he, let's check this out. So, in other words, he's flat out lying. Because what they're saying is this, is they're saying, look, we're, you're, no, you're not allowed to be lewd. You're not allowed to, to be naked. You're not allowed to engage in even simulated sex acts in public. You know, the sorts of things that happen at gay pride parades. Does, does not allowing you to be lewd, does not allowing you to engage in sex or, or the portrayal of sex, is that, is that specific to gay people? Is do only gay people is is you are are you in public not allowed not able to be in public and be gay and not engage in those things? Is that what he's saying? Because the part that alluded to anything having to do with homosexuality was removed in October. It was removed. So all they're doing is saying, look, no, we don't want you engaging in these things. But what they but what they did note, and when they talk about sexually explicit books, they're talking about the books that we've all, we've already talked about on this program. The ones from, for example, the American Library Association's most challenged books from 2022. Every single one of them. There's there's 13 in the top 10. Because, you know, three of them, I think three or three or so of them. There's a there's or four of them they're they're, they're challenged about the same amount of times, but the point is is that every single one of them contains sexually explicit material. And when I say sexually explicit, I mean it is so bad that the parents of the children whose libraries these books were in, these parents who had their children check those books out of the library 
so that they could take them to the school board meeting and read them in the school board meeting. Yeah, those parents were told that those books were too graphic to be read at a school board meeting. Let me let me let me repeat that. They are not too graphic to be in the public school library, in the library where their children are, but it is too graphic to be read aloud amongst all adults in a school board meeting that governs that school library. Those are the books that they're talking about here. Once again, having nothing to do with LGBTQ. Nothing. It's all or nothing to do with race. It has everything to do with inappropriate content being made available to children. But Gavin Newsom, because, you know, he supports porn in schools. And I say that because he actually also passed a bill that made it, uh, that made it, uh, uh, that, that would basically would, would go after, made it so that the state could go after school board members who decided to remove sexually explicit materials from their school libraries or from their curriculum. He passed that. His attorney general supported it. The guy who's running for governor. The superintendent of public instruction, Tony Thurman. That's right, Tony Thurman. I want you to hear his name. If you live in California and you're considering who to vote for for governor, just know this, Tony Thurman has advocated for porn in our public schools. He's defended it. He's all for it. Even if he doesn't know it or won't admit it, he has supported legislation that's all about supporting porn in our public schools. And I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I, I just, I'm, I'm not, I am not making this stuff up. I am just sitting here and I am telling you, I'm telling you, uh, telling you the truth. Uh, let's go over. We got some comments from our folks over there at. From folks over at OpsLens on Facebook on OpsLens, we have Sue. Sue has said, hate to say this, but that includes drinks, druggies, etc., and nudity and lewdness has always been against the law, once again, in public. And you're right. What they're doing here, though, is, is they're using this law, Sue, uh, specifically as, as a part of public, uh, the lewdness and lewd acts, they're using it to justify removing certain books from the public from the public school library. And once again, these are books in some cases, and, I, and you know we've talked about this, the book Gender Queer, specifically, specifically uh, is a graphic novel that, that includes uh, depictions, graphic depictions of minors engaged in oral and anal sex. So y'all know that. You'd be surprised how few people out there in the real world, out there in uh, in uh, TV land, actually know that. Anyway, moving. It's time to move right along. Where are we at here? Ah, close that. Okay, here we go. Moving on to our next story. Speaker. Oh, Speaker releases January 6th footage. Now, we already knew that Speaker McCarthy actually did release footage or the January 6th security footage uh, two selective folks, or in, in this case, uh, he released it to Tucker Carlson. Well, now it's available to everybody. About 40,000 hours, about 40,000 hours of uh, security footage uh, that uh, was taken during the January 6th riots has now been made available 
to the public. There's actually going to be a website where you're going to be able to go and you can actually, you can watch all of it. You can watch some of it. You can watch various different angles. But the idea behind this is, is that they want people to see what went on. All right. The only thing you see in the media is the part where there was violence. And I'm not denying that there was violence. I'm not denying that people were engaged in violence. I'm not denying that people were engaged in violence against law enforcement. And in every single one of those cases, those individuals need to be held accountable and they need to they they need to pay the, the price to the fullest extent of the law. Let me be clear. Let me state that. <clears throat> but what what you will also see in a lot of that footage is people not engaged in violent activities. You'll see our friend here, the uh, well, our friend, I, I use that term lightly or loosely, the uh, the QAnon shaman. Uh, you'll see him walking around the Capitol, which we've already kind of seen that footage, being escorted in some cases by, can't buy, by Capitol Police, shown into various different places. Uh, and you will not see someone who is engaged in violence. Um as as they would have you believe because the problem is is that by the way they don't want you to know this they don't want you this they don't want you to believe that there were some people there who quite frankly weren't engaged in violence so when you say it was quote-unquote somewhat peaceful or that some people were peaceful or that it was mostly peaceful because they also want to ignore the fact that there was a much bigger rally that took place that day right that donald trump actually spoke at a different rally at a rally at a different location where there were probably 10 to 15 times more people and that there were no incidents at that event that what he said was go peacefully make your voices heard that's specifically what he said but you're not going to hear that from the media they're not going to tell you that because they have a narrative that they want to that they want to complete that they want to fill so anyway so you're going to get a chance to see all that for yourself so I would encourage you, once that is all made available, I would encourage you to go check it out. And uh, once again, make your make your voice heard. Anyway, moving right along, we're now here. Hamas supporter kills uh, kills a Jewish man, and uh, and for some reason, it's not a hate crime. And uh, here is the Ventura County uh, District Attorney and Sheriff, and they're basically discussing uh, discussing the case and discussing why uh, the gentleman, the Hamas supporter. He was a counter-protester to a pro. There was a pro-Israeli Israel rally. A pro-Hamas demonstrator was part of a group that showed up, attacked this individual. He fell and died. Well, he well he was attacked. He hit his head and he died. But he, but this guy's not being charged with a hate crime. Uh, let's check it out real quick. I'll take your first question first. You can imagine when you have 60 statements and 600 pieces of evidence, it takes a while to go through uh, all of those pieces of evidence. That's what we have done to arrive at this point. We have been able to take video as well as digital photos, put them together to achieve a clear sequence of events leading up to the confrontation. With respect to pieces of evidence, we do not comment on their status or their location. Yes, Pete. 
We have not ruled out a hate crime. The investigation into an alleged hate crime is ongoing. There are still search warrants that remain outstanding, the returns of which we are awaiting. But at this moment in time, we do not have the elements of a hate crime satisfied. Thus, we cannot charge. All right. So in other words, and by the way, just so you know, this is very different than how in any other case. If this had, if this had been a situation where a white person had killed, a was responsible for the death of a black person, they would not have hesitated to charge him with a hate crime. And I'm once again, I, I may be just speculating, but I think that's the impression that I got and the reason why I wanted to share this story. So they're saying, well, there's no evidence that there's a hate crime. How about, and, and here's the thing. If they even once said, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, that in and of itself is a statement about the desire to eliminate, to get rid of, to put an end to uh, the nation uh, of Israel. That's what their goal is with that. That's where that comes from. That in and of itself would dominate, would make it a hate crime. If they're a supporter of Hamas, who has as a part of their charter, right? It has as a part of their charter, death to all Jews and the elimination of Israel. Doesn't that, isn't that enough? If a person was a Klan member or a Klan supporter and they were responsible in the death, they, they had a physical altercation with a person that was part of a group that they had wished death upon, wouldn't that be enough to prove a hate crime? I'm just finding it hard to believe. I mean, what more do you need to prove that it was a hate crime? Ah, I see. Well, you got to fit the politically correct narrative. Correct narrative. That's what's going on here. Yeah, they don't fit. They don't. They don't fit that narrative as well as we as well as they like. So therefore, it is not yet a hate crime. And and then, by the way, that's another problem is they don't want to. They're trying to be very careful about declaring anybody who's a supporter of Hamas as being uh, racist or anything like that. And I don't know where those balloons came. <laughs> that was kind of odd. Just all of a sudden balloons came floating up on the camera. That is a weirdo. That is that is kind of a weird thing. Anyway, and then we'll, move, we'll move on. Maybe that's just the, their way of saying, hey, they, they, this, is, this is all over. Okay, time for us to move on now to our... Uh, to <laughs> Time for us to move on now to our parting shots. Brought to you by Hog Holsters. Go to hogholsters.com. Use the discount code The Rundown, all caps, no spaces, and get your hog holster today. All right, let's see here. What do we have? Okay, we got actually we got a couple of really fun uh, videos for you today for our parting shots. Let's go with this first one. So this first one is a gentleman. So. And this kind of goes with the kind of goes with the whole, you know, there are a lot of people out there that believe because it's politically correct that you need to support Palestinian people, Palestine, Palestine, you need to support Hamas. And uh, but the problem is, is because it sounds good. But when you actually break down exactly what that means, people don't actually fall in line and support them. Check it out. Doing a, a quick petition to help Hamas free Palestine. Now uh, you're all in. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, you're in. Easy. I just have to read terms and conditions just so okay. you know you know what you're signing. Okay. By supporting Hamas freeing Palestine, you agree to the following. You agree that every Jew, Christian, and non-Muslim in the world must be slaughtered. I don't know about that one. You endorse making homosexuality punishable by jail or death. 
You don't agree with that? You believe Iran should use Palestinians as puppets to spread radical jihad and destroy the West? No? No. I'm glad I read the terms of agreements. You support strict Sharia law, which bans women from showing their knees, hair, playing sports in public, not being able to travel without a man's permission. I'm sorry. Not interested? Oh, okay. You want a terrorist group that beheads babies and rapes girls to replace only democracy in the Middle East? Not sure that's something to support. So if I sign, I agree with this. Yes. Maybe no. No? Okay. Oh no. Thank you. No. I don't support any of these two things that you just read to me, so okay. then I won't be able to sign this then. That's fair. No, thanks for not signing. <laughs> yeah. All right. See, funny what happens when people are presented with the facts, huh? Yeah, they they tend to have a hard time with it when they're actually presented with the facts, but all right, this next one you're going to love because, well, it's just funny. I, I'm sorry. If this next one offends you, I'm sorry. Get a helmet. <laughs> You'll be all right. Y'all, isn't it crazy how censored we become in 2023? Like, you can't say shit anymore. Can't say midget anymore. Now you got to say little person. Can't say retard anymore. Now you gotta say Democrat. <laughs> Don't look around, bro. They're not here. <laughs> They're not here, okay? It costs $50 to be here. They are not here. They're not here. They're not here. They're still at home waiting on a stimulus check. They aren't here. Yeah, that's some funny stuff. You got to admit. Come on now. Y'all got to admit that was some funny stuff. <laughs> All right. With that, it's about that time. But before we go, I want to give one more quick shout out to our sponsors. Please remember to visit Hitman Industries. You'll find them at hitmanindustries.net. Rifle and pistol length barrels available. Glock barrels as well. So check them out today. California Republican Assembly. If you want to be part of California's future today, join CRA. And then you got Hog Holsters. Helping Americans wear guns. Go there, use discount code The Rundown to, to at hogholsters.com. Get your discount today. Then you've got uscombatgear.com, the place to go to get all your outdoor gear, tactical gear, all your fun stuff. Find right there, uscombatgear.com. And with that, we're going to go ahead and call it a day. We appreciate you all tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program, encouraging your friends to do the same. We'll be back on Monday, fun day. Gunday, the only day for which we do not have a theme video or song yet. Uh, if y'all got suggestions, leave them in the leave them in the comments because uh, we're gonna get that all hooked up. In any case, y'all take care. Y'all have fun. We will see you on Monday.